Thanks for tuning in to the Pure Advocates. I'm your host, Mohamed Olo, and uh, today we have a special guest, my brother, Dewan. What's going on? What's going How on? How you feeling, brother? Man, I'm feeling good, man. Feeling good, man. It's, it's Christmas today. Yeah, happy holidays. Appreciate you, bro. Happy holidays to you as well. Thank you, man. I appreciate that, man. And uh, let's get into it, man. This is our second episode, and uh, it's titled uh, uh, Discipline Through Sports. I got my brother, Dewan, here. You know what I'm saying? I met him over a decade ago at the uh, 24-hour fitness in Kent. Uh, a lot of you, a lot of you know Dame Lilliard. You know what I'm saying? Ten years ago, this was my Dame Lilliard. You know what I mean? His brother pulling up <laughs> from the logo, man. That shot was unstoppable, man. For real, man. Yeah. Yeah. How did you practice that? How was, man, what was that like? Man, you know what's crazy? Um, so when in high school, you know, I played football and basketball. Right, right. And uh, uh, I was more a football player than a basketball player. But you know, I, I could play both. You know what I'm saying? Growing up in the city, you got to be able to play everything. Right, right, and, right. Um, in high school, I was a defensive player. Right, right. right. And so um, I didn't really like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had some some offensive game, but I was, like, strong defense. Like, I'm locking everybody down. Right, right. right. So then uh, after high school, I said, you know what? I got to be able to do more out here. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? I wanted to be, like, a star. Right, right, So I'm right. like, you know what? You know what I'm about to start doing? Um me and Rome, what me and Rome started to do was... Shout, uh, shout out Rome. That's yeah. my homie. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Me and Rome started to uh, go to 24 Hour Fitness, and we just like, we about to hoop. Right. And so like, you know, like obviously when you're hooping with the homies, you're going to try whatever. Right, like, right Whatever right. goes, goes. Right, right. right. So I, I got my confidence because I just like, you know, I was like, I want to be different. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, at five foot ten, I couldn't really, um, I didn't have the athleticism to go up there and be dunking. Right, You know what right, I'm saying? Right. So I was like, I got to... Be on this perimeter. I got to make this work, right? If it's so, not the, the the bounce, it, it got to be the shot. Right. So I had a little step back. Right. And right. And I just I, what I just said. I said, you know what? I'm shooting from deep. I mean, right. I'll take two, three steps past half court. I'm letting it go. I'm letting it fly. And, and once once I seen it start to go in a little bit, yeah. I was like, okay, this is my shot. Right. Right. So I'm finna do this. Your confidence and, went and, up. And, and, and I mean, we come to the gym. You remember we met y'all? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. You Mo, shout out Mo. Mo, uh, yeah, shout out Mo. Moha. Uh, uh, but yeah, we uh we start coming to the gym with you guys, man. That shot start going, man. It was like. Yeah. This is what I'm doing. So, so I mean, from that point forward, man, it was yeah. like this. This is it. This right. is my identity. I identified as that shooter that was coming two steps past half court and letting it go. Right, right, right. So, That's what's so up, yeah, man. man. Yeah, I, I swear, man. On that pick and roll, every time I try to get through it, bro, yeah, it yeah. was too late, man. I'm like, yeah. damn, the, this guy didn't even wait for me to come up on defense. Uh, uh, a little bit of space is going. <laughs> come on, man. I, I come off the pick. And if you haven't already, go grab your CMOS. It has 92 out of the 102 minerals your body needs, regulates blood sugar levels, uh, great for detoxing and digestive health, balances thyroid issues, great for mental health. Uh, I usually mix it in my smoothies and soups. Um, and uh, my recipe is uh, first thing in the morning when I wake up, I mix it with water. And I would do intermittent fasting up until 3 p.m. And then, you know, I would eat then. But in between, I would just kind of fast. And that's the best way to lose weight and clean out and detox your body. Shout out to Stealth Media. Uh, if you're looking for any type of photography, uh, commercial videos for your business, video editing, uh, reach out to Stealth Media on Instagram at Stealth Media. And they'll take care of you. I'm off the pick and, I, and yeah. I'll wait. Uh -huh. And I got a, the, the type of shot that I got is like I, I'll fade back and, and I kick my foot out. I don't know if you remember. I, I remember, I remember that. So yeah, it's yeah. like you know what I'm saying? Like you gonna run into that foot and right. then I'm leaning all the way back to shoot it. Yeah, man, yeah. you gonna have to be 16 to get up on me, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was unstoppable, bro. Yeah, yeah, for sure, yep. for sure, man. Yeah, let's get into it, man. You yep. know what I'm saying? Um, uh, growing up, you know what I'm saying? I feel like uh, 
you know, I come we we both come from the inner cities of of Washington and so, you know, we didn't we didn't really have too many uh, you know, role models and people that, you know, helped us along the way and so I feel like through sports, you know, we had gained a lot of success and you know, we you know, uh, uh we're able to stay disciplined and just kind of, you know, it's kind of shielded us from a lot of things out there that, you know, could have took us to the uh down the wrong path and so uh let's get into it bro you know uh give us a little bit of background uh of yourself and your upbringing what was it like and all that so man uh i'm from the inner city of seattle like uh mainly like columbia city rainier beach area south seattle south seattle you know what i'm saying um i grew up around there man i was a kid man around near uh down at rainier playfield right so right. Uh, rainier playfield is where like a lot of like you know ball players came from you know like you got guys like nate robinson you got guys like uh who uh, jamal, crawford jamal crawford down there yeah. you got all them guys down there so when i was younger younger they was you know like four five six years older than me right, so right. growing up growing up in the inner city man it was kind of like like you see those guys but you know like we didn't really get to get too close to them right because right. they was they was older right and they're not right. really hearing the little guy they'll come and say what's up right but right, then right. you know you ain't really gonna get the you can see and watch you know what i'm saying right but right. See, I, I think seeing all them guys at an early age you know playing football down there at rainier um it, it just made me want to be hungry you know what I'm saying? I like I was seven, eight, I was seven years old when I first played. It was like '95, right. and um, I mean, I remember being out there, man. We was on a halftime show, bro, playing football. Right, so like, right. you know, we was on a halftime show. So pretty much, we was on the '89ers, and then the '89ers, it was like, you know, obviously eight, nine year olds were the big kids. Right, right. Seven year olds, they was kind of the smaller kids, right. and we got in during the halftime. Right. So we right. had we our halftime seven year olds playing against the other team's halftime seven year olds. It was right, like, right. Little, little, little just like pity game type, exactly. and so um. I don't know, miss. Growing up in, in that system down there, uh, Rainier, and seeing like all these kids like develop to be, you know, like just good athletes. You know, you want it more. You want it. You know, yeah. coming. So, anyways, I I grew up down there, and um, like uh, we we eventually like moved to like Skyway in the Renton area. Right. But right, I still right. played all my sports in, in the South inner Seattle. city in South Seattle. Right. 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 So um, that's where most competition was. So you wanted to be around that. Exactly. Yeah. So that's where I kind of wanted to be, and that was like, you know, I knew everybody from around there. So right. when we were like younger, we played against like uh like West Seattle, Dale Ridge. Yeah. Uh, we played against um like Central District, uh, CAYA, all the way down there, Berrien, uh, of course Rainier Beach. Cause we was at Rainier in Columbia City, so we played against Rainier Beach. Right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? So yeah, I, we yeah. was the rivals, like Rainier, Rainier Beach. I remember. I heard about. I never went to the one of those. I, I never went to those games, but I heard a lot about them. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, that just that just made me hungry, bro. And it's like you know, like I got friends from everywhere. You know, from Kent, like right. you guys, uh, you know, Federal Way. I mean, even on the east side, Bellevue, you know what I'm saying? We got Everett, you right, know, a little bit right. of everywhere. So, um, like, you know, just growing up, I just knew a lot of people out here just from playing sports. Just from, so, exactly. That's so, what I was going to say. Bas yes, sports is, you know, it brings people together. Look, I got literally like, there's probably like six of us best friends that I, you know, grew up with. I met them all when I was seven, bro. And I'll and I be telling my son, like, look, I met all my best friends when I was Little League football at seven years old. They're still my friends today. I'm 32 years old. Day one. You know what I'm saying? I met them playing sports. Right, right. You know, at least my bros. You right. know what I'm saying? I love them to death. You know what I'm saying? So um, I, I just think like sports, man, it was so, so great. Like for us, you know, growing up, man, we didn't have much going mm -hmm. on. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Growing mm -hmm. up in that inner city, there was a lot of resources. Right. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. So it was just only sports. Right. And you know what I'm saying? I think they might have had like a PlayStation 1 come out, but yeah. everybody's parents couldn't really afford that. <laughs> Nobody So did. So it was like, go outside. Right. You know, we're going outside, we're going to the park playing basketball. And then yeah. after we get done playing basketball at the park, yeah. hey, we're we going to the field and playing football. Right. Yeah, right, we're doing right. like two a days. Like, okay, yeah. Bring your cleats and bring your and, hoop shoes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know? Yeah, that's, 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 <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's wonderful, yeah. man. That's a wonderful yeah. upbringing, bro. That's crazy, you know, because I come from the same, 
you know, similar background. I grew up in Kent, you know, like right, you know, so the 24-hour fitness, like yeah. those apartments right across the street, they're, they're, they're now named, I think, Birch Creek, but back in the day, it was called Springwood. Okay. And so majority of the people that lived there were like, you know, uh, Africans, you know, you have people like Russians, uh, West Africans, and then you had like Islanders and natives. And so it was all like minority people that lived there. And so it right. was, it was the same thing, you know, uh. And my, you know, growing up, it was like, you know, we we had sports, we had the rec hall, the rec center, you know, they provided a lot of events for us, you know, uh, summertime basketball tournaments, soccer tournaments, you know, they took us on field trips and all that. But ultimately, I feel like it was the it was the engagement through sports that kind of made a big difference in, in a lot of our lives, because right. you know what I mean? It kept us busy, you know, like... We didn't really, uh, you know, we com- we start competing at a young age, and you know, a lot of our friends, everybody, you know, we were all link up, and and so what what we had available back then was was we didn't have a lot available back then, but what we have now is, you know, we have all these resources, but it's like we're not capitalizing on it, you know what I'm saying? And right. so, and that's kind of where I want to, you know, get into the next segment is like, you know, uh, give us a, a little bit of a background of your. Uh, uh, basketball background. So, so what ended up happening with me? So, like I said, I played both, you know, growing up. And so, when I got to high school, I was like, okay, I was way more dominant in football than basketball. I was, right. you know, one of the top quarterbacks in the state in 2006. Oh, you were a quarterback? I was a QB. Yeah. Oh, snap. yeah. I was I a QB, bro. That. Yeah, I, I was Russell Wilson before Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no cap. I was no. really Russell Wilson. I like, believe real. it. I believe. I had it. all them little spin moves. And yeah. I really wanted to run every time. You know, if my teammates is watching this from high school, they know I wanted to run and not pass. Right. But I had right, an arm. Right. right but right. um, anyways, so you know, like um. So how I, how I really got the, the basketball stuff going in college was so I ended up taking a scholarship to a small junior college in uh, uh, called Mendocino College in Ukiah, California, right? Right, right. So so we get out there, we get out there. Come, Mendo- come up Mendocino. close a little bit. We, we get out, we get out there to Mendocino, uh, Mendocino College. Yeah. And um, one of my homies from uh, from here, he went to Chief Self High School. Right, he right. He just right. so happened to be going there too, right? Right. So uh, we get there, we we catch the Greyhound over there. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause, cause we couldn't catch a flight in the Ukiah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we catch the Greyhound. It's like super northern California. It's like a little bit up from Oregon, right, a little right. bit by Reading, kind of over there. Right, right. So right. we we get there. We, we you know we're fresh off the Greyhound, bro. It's like 100, 105 degrees. We're like, Damn. bro, this is hot. You know, we we come from Seattle. It ain't that hot. Right. So we get there. You know, everything's cool. We get into the um to the school. We practice for like two, three weeks, and then they was like, look, they was like. You guys aren't going to be... We thought we was going to be on scholarship, right? Right, right. So they right. were like, okay, your financial aid is going to cover you, which is fine. You know, we was low income. So right, we right. came in. We was going to get the financial aid. It was going to be cool, right? Right, right, So right. we get there, and they're like, okay, well, we've been burned uh, for the last couple of years having kids come in. Mainly, it was like the kids from Florida. Right. They were coming in, um, getting their, their Pell Grants and their financial aid money, right. and then dipping back to the, to the crib. So you know what I'm saying they they wasn't even playing. They'll come practice for a couple of weeks and then boom, like get the, as soon as that little Pell Grant go through, right, they'll right. get through. I think it was like I don't know thirty five hundred, four thousand. Right, right. Oh, they'll catch the flight back to the crib. Right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Go, and, and go right back to Florida and party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so they was like they was like nah, we're not doing that this year. What we're gonna do is all you, all the kids that you know that that get the Pell Grant, we want you guys to pay for school first, right? And then we'll reimburse you, which is fine, right? But we ain't got no money. Exactly. Like, like we don't got no front money. money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I'm like, yeah. nah, like we, we ain't doing that. So we I end up going up the road. This is for football. Right. I right. end up going up the road to um to West Valley College right, in Saratoga, right. California. And um I end up playing, uh, you know, long story short, I end up playing in a game there. And um 
the coach put me in one time the whole game. So I get up there like maybe three weeks before the game started. Right. They let me practice. They put me on. And they're like, you know, pretty much like, I feel like I had the talent to play. I really want to play offense. Right, right, You know, right. but they was like, okay, we're going to put you on defense right now. So I'm like, whatever. Right. So first game comes around, man. This dude puts me in um, once the whole game, right? Mind you, I, growing up, I'm 18 at this point. Growing up, bro, I've never been benched. I've always been one of the best players or the best player on, on any team, team I've ever played right, on. Right. So it, it was a learning. It was a learning point for me because what happened was when I got up there in college, I thought I was like the man, and they was treating me like, dude, get along, this guy. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I'm like, nah. Yeah. So 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 the first game, first game came around, yeah. and uh, they put me in once the whole game. Like, Dewan, get out there and block a punt. Like fourth day, I'm like, bro, I don't block punts. <laughs> That's not me. I throw touchdowns and run them. Right, right. And he's like, so I run out there. I go for a block. But I don't even know how to do that, man. I ain't never had to do stuff like that. Right, right. And so, <laughs> so he takes me out the game. Man, he doesn't put me in no more. And um, literally, I was so, I felt so bad. You know, I felt, I was so down on myself. And I said, no, this, this can't be right. And uh, I went to the locker room, man, and I took all my stuff off, all my football, all my like my shoulder pads, my helmet, everything. I hung everything up in that locker. Right. This was a Saturday. I called my mom, and uh, I was like, Mom, I want to come home. And she was like, all right. She got me the ticket. I was gone on, by Tuesday. You was out of I was there. gone, bro. I couldn't do it. So so when it, when it happened, I get back to the house. Right. I get back to, to Seattle. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like, okay, well, you got to get a job. You're not about to just sit around here. Right, right. And, I, and all my homies are in school playing ball. Right. I got I, a couple cats. As a matter of fact, Mark and, uh, and, and Ron was at Green River playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I know mean, what I'm saying? They was, they was playing at Green River. Yeah, yeah, I had yeah. uh, my bro Dante playing uh, football at Eastern Washington. Homie Jeff up there playing at Eastern. Uh, uh, my guy Myron was uh, at the time. He was in Weber State, I believe. We, right. I had a couple guys everywhere. Right. So I'm like the only guy that from, from the graduating class of 06 that's like at the house. Like, so I'm like. like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm like, nah, this, this can't be right so so what ended up happening bro is literally like and and this was um this was a mistake this was a huge mistake at the time it was like okay i I was super thirsty because i'm like i gotta do something i gotta get somewhere right right so what i did was i ended up going at the green river with rome and mark and i'm like hey i asked our coach i'm like hey can i you know can i get on the team he's like well we're literally you know in this quarter already but you can you can start playing at the second half you know so i'm like all right cool so i waited around i was practicing with him bro worst worst decision ever literally I played that half of season, and uh, literally, I probably came off the bench. Um, I shot pretty good. I was right. shooting pretty well. But uh, Mark was our star. He was going for forty. Ooh. You know, oh, he was going for forty. He was killing. Damn. You know what I'm saying? And I had to, um, I had to play uh, that second half. And I came off the bench. I ended up filling all my classes <laughs> because I didn't show up for finals. Right. Right. So, so, so yeah. I'm gonna show you the break. I've been I, I, there. Through, through, through the podcast, through this time, I'm gonna show you the breakdown. Yeah. So you know, it, it wasn't good. It wasn't looking good at first. Right. Right. right you know right, what I'm saying? Right. I, eventually, I turned around, but I'm gonna take you through the process. Absolutely. So, so, anyways, I um, I ended up, bro. I ended up failing all my classes, and and I finessed myself. I was like, oh, I think it's going to be next week. Knowing that it was going to be this week, but I didn't study it. I didn't want to like go up there and face it and fail. Right. So I was just like telling everybody, oh, I, I missed the finals. I didn't know. Can I, can I make it up? Yeah. I was just playing the game. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I filled out my finals. It's March. Season's over. So I burned a whole year playing half of a year. Right. Terrible. Terrible. Never burn, never play half a season. I, 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 that's not it, bro. Right, Don't right. be sit out and, and that's, play a full That's season. one advice for uh, any up and coming uh, basketball player. Any any basketball, football, soccer, any, any collegiate athletes, man, do not 
take a half of a season. Right. So so I took that half a season. So now I burned a whole year. Mm-hmm. So now I'm a sophomore. Right. With zero credits. Right. So there's no way I'm playing uh, in the fall. Right. Right. Because you need 24 you're, you're, credits to to right. to be eligible. Right. So I knew that. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I said okay. You know, growing up in the inner city, you know, I still have my street ties. Right. You know, so I was like, okay, well, all my sports guys are back at, you know, in school. Right, right. I kind of turned to my street guys. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let's t- you know, tell, us, tell us about I, I kind of turned to my street guys. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, the street. And, um, there's a lot of sh- real street dudes out there, yeah, too. You yeah, know so what I, mean? I, I turned to my street guys, and I'm like, well, these are the only ones here. All right. the rest of them are, all the rest of my sports guys are gone. Right. So I turned to my street guys, and I'm like, man, I'm a hustle. Right. Because, you know, like, so they was like, well, you can go to summer school. I'm like, I'm not going to summer school because I'm not going to be eligible in the fall. I was stubborn. Right. So, like, no, I'm going to just go to school in the fall. Right. I'm about to have, have it my whole way summer from off. March till September. Right. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I got in the streets and, you know, started doing little stuff. And um, it, it eventually led me down a, a, a rough path because this would end up happening. So, I, I was doing my little thing, hustling, whatever, in the streets um, from about March till um, August. And, right. I was, and I was burned out by August. I right. said, okay, I'm going to go back to school. I'm done with this. You know, I got my little money. I'm cool. I'm chilling. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I got back in school, right? And, and, and this is how this is how uh, that karma will get you, right? Right. So, so I got back in school, bro, at Green River. Right. And, and um, I was in Green River. I was at Green River for about maybe a school started in September. I was I was there till about, till I had an accident. <laughs> right, so right. Th- So I ended up getting shot I, I, in October. The end of October. I, I think you told me this yeah, a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I ended man, up getting shot. Uh, I got shot in my leg, so I was just oh, it was it was God. random. I was I was riding in one of my friend's cars, and and his car got shot up, and I just I was in there wrong place, wrong time, wrong place, wrong. You know time. what I'm saying? Right. But I was back in school. I was trying to do things right, and right. boom, that happened. So right, I was right. embarrassed. I was uh, it was a flesh wound, so it, it didn't it didn't like it just went through like the you know my calf, right? It right, came out right. the other way right. and missed my bone, right? You know you know what I'm saying? So thankfully it did. So it, it, I ended up saying like you know what. After that happened, yeah. I la- I was laying down. I was like just chilling in my bed, and then my uh, I remember my homie Myron hit me, man. Myron uh, Myron Beck played at uh, Washington State football. Right, right, right. Um, Myron hit me. All my friend, all my friends kept hitting me, but Myron hit me. He was like, he was like, bro. He's like, bro, you good? He was checking up. I'm like, yeah, I'm good, I'm good. He's like, man. He was like, man. He's like, you should come out here to uh to Glendale, Arizona. I'm like, where? He's like, bro, they're handing out scholarships for football. Right, because, right. You know what I'm saying? Because he mm-hmm. played at Ingram in high school. Right, right. And so I'm like, I'm like, he's like, bro, I just signed with Wazoo. I'm going up there in the spring. Ooh. I said, stop. He said, yes, bro. I, they're handing them out. Right, right. And you know, he knew I got game. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, bro, well, can you get my take my high school film and give it to your coach? He's a real one, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. There's oh, not yeah. a lot of dudes that do yeah. that. Yeah, oh, oh, he threw me the lot. Right, like, right. So check it out. So he's like, I'm like, he's like, here, give me, send me your film. I'm gonna give it to my coach. Boom. He gave it to his coach. His coach was like, it's a go. Can you come in the spring? I'm like, I look at my leg. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I can, get there. He's like, can you get there? Can you get there by like it was, it was like January 12, 2008. Right. I was there. Yeah. January 12, 2008, I was mm-hmm. back like running. You feel me? Right. Like, cause it was, I didn't need stitches. Right. So it right. healed on its own. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so I was good. I got there um, January 12, 2008, man. And uh, man, I had, I had my guy that, uh, that went to Mendocino with me uh, initially. Right, right. I had him, I had him come up there too. Oh, okay. So I brought him up there. <laughs> and then my homie Mike. Uh, Tagging all the homies in. <laughs> yeah, my, homie, my homie Mike was there. He was already there with Myron. Mm-hmm. He stayed. Right. And um, we all moved in together, man. And, uh, and everything changed, bro, from that point forward. Right, like right. when I got to Arizona, bro, my life changed. I li- I had to be. I had to get away. Right, California right. just wasn't the move at the time. You got away from your your, your circle and yep. your surroundings. Something yep. that you've been around your whole life. Yep. yep. You know what I'm saying. That so w- that it kind of opens up your mind when you go to a different place. 100. percent That was my comfort zone being here. Right. So right. when I really left my comfort zone, 
I was ready. Right. And right. and it was like there was nobody else around me to, to to bring me down. There was nobody else around me to like you know. It was I was an all around number sports players. Right. And once so it was again, you versus you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So I got out there, man. And um, what's crazy is um, before I left, I ended up reaching out to the basketball coach too. Right. At, the, at that same school, and I was like, "Hey, you know, I'm coming down here to play on the football team. Right. Like, you know, you think I, you think I could play on the basketball team too? I just played at Green River College in uh, Seattle. So I already played college. I had college experience. Right, he was right. like, "Yeah, cool, cool. So check it out. So yeah. I get there, bro. I'm literally. Um, it's January. It's hot as hell in AZ. Right, right. So right. Um, I think it was like oh, 90, yeah, that it was like ninety. It was like ninety at the time. So I'm going from football practice to basketball practice. Mm-hmm. Probably like two or three days a week. Um, we're doing right. spring ball for football, and then basketball's actually in season, but right. we're, we're actually, like, practicing, but they're in season. I'm just on the practice team. Oh, okay. Right? So I'm going from back and forth. I ended up um, getting a friend, man. His name is TJ Campbell, man. Shout out to TJ Campbell. He uh, He's still playing ball to this day, man. Uh, one good guy that I met, man. I'm going to tell you guys more about him later on in, in the story or whatnot. Right. But um, I ended up getting out there, and long story short, I, I had to make up a lot of credits because, remember... I ended up um, after after I had my injury. Yeah, I dropped out again. Right, right. And then I waited till January and left to Arizona. Right, right. And, and then so I had zero credits. Right, right. So by the time I got to AZ, right. And I'm a sophomore, uh, yeah. eligibility wise. So I had to make up 24 units at some point in time before I play. Right. So I knew it's January. There's no way I'm getting 24 units by September. No, no. So I, I knew no this was the, this year was done again. <laughs> right. So I'm just grinding this year. Right. <laughs> I'm building I'm building rapport this year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So um, I get I get down. Um, I end up passing a couple classes. Long story short, I didn't get. I end up transferring to South Mountain Community College because after that, where's that at? That's in Phoenix. Oh, okay. It's okay. probably 15 minutes, 20 minutes from Glendale. Okay. So what didn't happen at Glendale? Um. They like maybe two months in, two months into me uh, practicing uh, both for both teams. Right. The coaches had a meeting. They're like, they're like, Dewan, uh, we feel like uh, you're burning yourself out. We want you to choose one sport. I'm like, but wait, you guys told me I can play both coming down here. Right. He's like, well, you know, we want to we want you to give it your all in one. So I was kind of salty. So yeah. at the time, you know, I'm like, nah. All my homies that I was really like rocking with back at the crib that I would be talking to right. was all hoopers. I, I kind of fell out of touch with my my football guys. Right. So right, I was right. like. Okay, You're trying I'm, to tap in with both. I'm gonna play basketball. You right. know, and me and Ron was coming off that run. You yeah. feel me at 24 with you guys so yeah, hooping. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm hooping. Right. So um, I told the coach, I said I'm gonna hoop. So the hoop coach let me practice until like May, till the semester was over. And yeah. at the end of semester, you know, we all go home for the summer and then come back. Right. He's he's like, um, you know, you're not gonna be eligible, so I don't think that I'm gonna keep you around. Ooh. So I'm like, ooh, yeah, okay. So I, you know, whatever. I'm not, but I'm at this point. I'm in Arizona. I'm not going nowhere until I'm playing somewhere. Right. There's right. probably seven or eight other junior college colleges in a, in an hour radius. Like right. you know, like one twenty minutes away, another fifteen, you know, thirty minutes away. Right. I'm going to try one of these schools. Right. And I'm hooping. Absolutely. I know I'm done with football. It's yeah. hoop. Like I was, I was like, I'm going to get it. Right. So I ended up going to uh, try. I ended up coming home for the summer. I went back in the fall with with nothing. Like it was just like I'm gonna figure it out. I told moms. Psh, I'm figuring it out. So right. I get back to uh to 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 AZ and um I stayed with one of my friends for a couple of weeks before I got my spot in Mesa, right? Right, right. So I ended up going over to uh Mesa Community College and I walking in the gym and the coach was like, Hey, you know, uh I was like, you know, I'm trying to, you know, try out for the team. He was like, Well, we already have our team, but we have this class that you can enroll in and uh it's for a month long and right. then we'll pull three guys out of this class. Right. You know what I'm saying, that we like. And the class consisted of probably like fifty or sixty guys. Right. So I'm not. I'm from Seattle. We hoop. Right. So what's up? I ain't really worried about it. Let's do it. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I was. Nice. I'm like, hey, all right, cool. Right. You know, whatever. 
So I'm in this class. Check this out. Story's crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm in this class balling. Right. I ended up bringing my my other bro, C. Russ, Chris Russell. Right. He was playing um, at a JUCO in Southern Cal. He hit me up like, bro, I'm trying to come up there. I'm like, come on. Like, come up here. Yeah. Like, come come deal with me up here. Right. So he ended up, bro, he, he caught the Greyhound. Because C. Russ, you remember, he caught the Greyhound from, uh, from the L.A. to AZ. And I'm like, here, bro. Like, you good. I had the one bedroom. I'm like, we can share it. Right. Come on. So right. I put him in the class with me. Me and him, we in the class balling. Right. Well, there's another dude balling in the class too, right? Uh-huh. I don't even know who this dude is. Yeah. But he's killing. Right. And he's, and he's killing harder <laughs> than me. There's always that one dude killing, nobody really knows. He's killing harder than me, right? Right. So I'm like, so I, I'm killing, but this dude, like, I'm looking like, you know, you look over like as a competitor. Yeah. Like, man, dude, <laughs> killing over there. Facts. Right? Check it out. They ended up. So me, me and this other dude, and I'm gonna let you know who this other dude is in a minute because yeah. it's, it's funny. So me and this other dude's killing in this class by far. Right. They cut, they cut my homie. They cut the other dude. They cut us all. Yeah. And then they told me, oh, you're not gonna be eligible, so we don't want to keep you around. Whatever. Blah blah blah. So right. mind you, this is fall of 08. Right. So this is fall 08. So I'm like, dang, this is second school, man. Right. Whew. So I don't know what I'm gonna do. Right. Frustration. So I said, okay. No, nah, I'm not stopping. I remember one of my homies from Seattle hit me up, um, uh, uh, Dre. Uh, uh, Dre hit me and was like, man, I'm at this school, South Mountain. This is probably like a year pr- before I got there, right? Right, right. And uh, I remember I'm like, where's this South Mountain school at? I remember they didn't have a football team. They were like, the only team that had a fo- didn't have a football team. So I was like, where's this school at? It's in Phoenix somewhere. So I found it. I located it, right? Right. So walked down there. This is like maybe two days after I just got cut from Mesa Community College. Right. So, I, so mind you, I'm cut at Glendale mm-hmm. Community College, mm-hmm. cut at Mesa Community College. This is all the same league. Right. Check it out. Yeah. So I go down to South Mountain Community College. I walk in the gym. There was this coach named Andy Jensen. He just got there from Weber State. He was on the staff at Weber State. Him and his family wanted to move to, to, to Phoenix. So he took the job at um at South Mountain. He's brand new. Um, right. So I went in there and I'm like, I'm like, hey coach, you know, my name is Dewan Lofton. I'm from Seattle, Washington. I'm, I'm trying to hoop. He straight looked at up. me up and down, straight up. He looked at me up and down and was like, you're not very tall. I'm like, bro, let me hoop, man. Uh-huh. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's, right. like, he's like, okay, I see you. He's like, what are you putting cards? Yeah. He's like, I'll tell you what. So mind you, this is this is October. Right. Season's about to start in like a week right. or two. Right. He's like, I'll let you practice with my guys today. And if I like what I see, I'll keep you around to practice. Yep. That's how they always do it. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, they just let, see so I, that was all I needed. Mm-hmm. I had my shoes that I got my shoes in the car. In the car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to go. <laughs> Bro, bro, look, I went out there yeah. and I was running at I knew what time it was. Yeah. I was running at these boys. Right. And he was like, okay. You can stick around. Check right. this out. Yeah. So mind you, when I when we was at Mesa Community College, yeah. my homie C Russ, yeah. we ended up um my home uh we ended up like uh getting a little bro. We had a little bro, his name was Mike. Shout right. out to Mike right. from the uh, from the East Coast. We would be kicking it, mm-hmm. we, you know, because we was going to school together. We was, we was on, the, uh, on the little, uh, what's the little uh, class team or whatever together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all got cut. Right. But we were still kicking it afterwards. So I'm like, so after like two weeks of practicing at like South Mountain, I'm like, coach, man, um, you think I could bring my two guys uh, in here with me to uh, be on the practice team? And he's like, they ain't any good? I'm like, yeah. And we could practice against your, you know, your, your, your starting five. Right. And he's like, he's all right. Boom. I brought C. Russ and Mike in there. Right. So now we in the building. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we practicing, we running that cats, everything, right? right? So long story short, bro, long story short, I end up playing, he ended up getting fired because they went like four and like, I don't know, like 20-something. Right. It was terrible. He ended up getting fired because they brought back the coaches that were there the previous yeah. years. Right. They left and went to Grand Canyon University. 
right. those coaches because they did so well. Mm-hmm. They left and took the Grand Canyon, which was D2 at the time. Right, right, They right. took that job. Well, they ended up getting canned at Grand Canyon after that season because Grand Canyon was about to go Division One. Right, right. And they was bringing in the U of A, the University of Arizona uh, coach, okay. to come and coach there, yeah. right? Yeah. So they, they, let, they, they let those coaches go. So then South Mountain let this new coach go. Right. And brought in, you know, the, the the old coaches that was winning. Right. So I'm like, Jensen loved me. I mean, he loved me, bro. Like he let me do like whatever. I was like, I was about to be LeBron in Vanier. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. And so he's like, he's like, he's like, you know what? He said, um, he said, you know, he departed, he had to leave. So these new coaches is coming. I'm like, man, I'm gonna have to re-impress these guys. Right. Because I had right. this That's dude sold I mean. on me. Right. You know, after I, I just I've been grinding, I got cut over here, cut over here. Right. I finally found a situation that was, you know, that was into me. Right. And New coaches. I got to re-impress these guys. You got to get to know them and all that so stuff. So I ended up re-impressing and did well. And uh, Coach Nichols, <laughs> Coach Nichols and Corey, Coach uh, Wallace, and, and Coach Vaughn and them guys. And um, they loved me, but I just wasn't eligible. So um, long story short, I ended up getting eligible in, uh, what was that, uh, January of 2010. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. But it was only for half the season. Right. So they're like, we're, we was playing Arizona Western. And they're like, Dwan, um, you're eligible and you can play this half of the season, which right. is going to be a whole year. Mind you, that's going to be two years. That's, you know, I played that's two half seasons. Under your belt. Yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so I'm like, I was like, but I knew that if I didn't play then in, like right here, yeah. my clock already started in 2007 of January, right. my Division One clock to go D1. Right. And, you know, these guys, uh, you know, you guys listen about the clock situation. I'll tell you guys about the clock situation. It's crucial. Right. So two, 2007, January, my clock started. Mm-hmm. So now it's January of 2010. Right. So in Division One, you get five years to play four. Right, it's very important to play D one, D two. It's a little different. They're all they're all semesters, and then D three is different, and NAI is different. But D one, you get five to play four. Right. So, so I knew that so that you get five did, years, but it counts as four. So, because you could use that fifth year as like you know red shirt, right, right, gray shirt or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's dope. Yeah, yeah. So, so they're like, they're like, you know what? They're like, he's like, he's like, if you play now, you know, you'll play half the season. We'll put you in. But I at the I didn't know, like, I didn't know if I catch a rhythm. I might play terrible for this half season. You got to catch a rhythm, man. You can't oh, just yeah. jump oh, out yeah. there, right? You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a rhythm out there, right? So I'm like, but I knew I wanted to play D1 so bad. I'm like, this might be my only chance, right? And, and um, I just said, I just said, you know what? You know, nah, I ain't gonna do. I can't do that to myself. I need a full season. Right? I'm not right. gonna keep because you already been through that. Already half been season. through that. Yeah. I'm not yeah, gonna so do the same know, thing twice. Now you know, going so I said no it was tough. Right. I said, all right, nah, it's cool. Okay, boom. I waited. March came. Coach is like, okay, season's over. The keys are yours. You're the point guard. This coming fall. This coming fall. Right. I'm eligible now. Right. So I'm geeked. Like we we had one uh, returner. He was an All American, Marcus Davis. Um, and then and then we just had nobody else on the team. Like we had we had new a bunch of new guys coming in. Right. And um, so check this out. So remember the dude I told you um at Mesa Community College that was balling, that was killing. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That cut like me. Yeah, yeah. So. I'm chilling. I'm at South Mountain. Like it's my team. Yeah. It's Marcus's team. Just yeah. me and his team. Mm-hmm. We about to have a bunch of fill-ins, right? Right. Um, all of a sudden, man, I, I see him walking the gym. <laughs> and his name is Terran. It's my guy, right. Terran Brown. Filthy. Yeah. One yeah. of the coldest cats I ever played with. Right. So I look, I see him walk in, I said, Ooh. I'm like, oh, the coaches is gonna be feeling him. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I'm like, ooh, okay. So bro came in right away and was Filthy. Going like, to work. Same stuff he was doing at, at Mesa, right? Yeah. So 
we ended up um getting a couple new guys. Um, we getting getting this guy named BC, one of my good friends, BC, and uh and and a couple other guys on the team, right? Right. So we got into summer league, and we was getting smacked in summer league, right? right. Smacked. Right. This so this is the 2010. This is fall 10. Right. Or, you know, summer 10 going into fall. Mm-hmm. So we ended up um. Uh, we ended up getting uh, into the season, bro. Mm-hmm. And like, I'll say about maybe like we got to about 9 and 0, right? right? We was projected to finish maybe fourth in league. Right. Bro, we got to 9 and 0, and we were number one in the nation. We were the number one Dang. junior college in the nation. This, so this is national junior college. So it's not, it's different than yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, River I know. and all this out here. I know, I know. This is the in, national junior college. Right. So we were the na- number one team in the nation. Right. So I'm tripping, bro. I'm the starting point guard right. on this team. Yeah. I'm just like, damn. I didn't expect all this. I just expected to play, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. And bro, we got to like, I think it was like, I don't know, 24, 25 and 0. Right. Damn. And um, yeah, bro, the we was number school. we was number one the whole year. Oh. And um, man. we we ended up playing uh so so this is crazy. So we're killing. Right. We're all killing. You know what I'm saying? I'm playing the point guard role, Terran's our star. Right. And Marcus is kind of behind him. And right. then uh, BC and everyone else is kind of like falling in, you know what I'm saying, right. doing their part. Right. But Terran, like he was going for like, bro. Uh, I was telling you yesterday uh, yeah. when we was talking, he when we played against uh, uh, Diggs right, at right, Coach right. he gave them guys 61 and 10. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That was yeah, the year we was yeah. number one. Right. So, right. Um, anyways, long story short, bro, we we end up getting to the championship game, and uh, mind you, we're number one, so they're automatically assuming we're about to go to nationals. Right. But we had to win our championship game. How they had it set up. Versus exactly. versus our rival Phoenix College, right? In order to get our tickets punched, true story. Coach told us they already had our tickets, our flights, and right. everything for us. Yeah. Mind you, they had to pick the winner of this game was going to get. They was going to you know pick the flights and stuff like that. Right, right. But we were so favored that they already had our stuff punched. Ooh, we lost. <laughs> bro, we lost, oh, bro. We lost, bro, and we lost, man, and um. Yeah. That was a, that was a sad time, but yeah, but yeah, yeah, that's that story though. Yeah. So, that's so what's up, man. yeah, man. Um, What'd you learn out of that whole situation, man? Well, what I learned, um, well, I have to go a little further to tell you what I, exactly what I learned. Let me go a little, just a little further. So I ended up signing with, um, so I couldn't go D one, yeah, but I was getting, I was getting uh, recruited by Weber State. You talk about Daniel yeah, Lillard. Yeah, yeah. I was getting recruited by Weber State and Stephen F. Austin heavy, right? And they wanted to sign me, but I only had one year D one on my clock. Right, right. So I didn't know Lillard at the time, but he was the point guard at Weber State. Right, right. So he was going to be a senior. If I was to go there, I was going to be a junior, obviously playing with him, and then he was going to go wherever he was going, and right. I was going to take over senior year. Right, right. So that's that's crazy. You was talking about him. Yeah, yeah. So so long story short, when the D ones couldn't sign me, mm-hmm. I'm getting top top five D two schools on my line. Right. So you know because I was D one recruit coming yeah, from the yeah. national number Absolutely. one team in the nation. So boom. I ended up signing with Washburn University in Kansas, Topeka, Kansas. They were, I think, top top three, top four at the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, they, the reason why I, I signed with them was because they played a big schedule. So every year they played three D1 teams. So right. I'm like, if I can't play D1, I need to play against these D1s to build my resume because I eventually want to go overseas. That's smart. So, you know, the overseas team, they want to see who you, who'd you play against. Yep. You know, what teams you play against, what numbers you put up. Right. So I said, well, I need to go to a school that plays these games. Right. They were perfect. They played KU. They played uh, Oklahoma University. So Big Twelve teams, UNLV. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm like, I, I need that. You need, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Get that exposure. Yeah. So so I, so I ended up um I ended up going out there, bro. <laughs> I played, man. Um, How I, many years did you play out there? I, so I played a half a season there. 
Oh, okay. I, I played half a season, right? So, so this breakdown is crazy. I played half a season there. So, mind you, I came in off the number one team in the nation. So, I'm coming in, um, I guess you can say, uh, with with as a as a favorite, right? Right. You know, like you know, yeah. with, with some with some pub behind me, right? You know, like yeah, oh, he's, he, he was a number two. Oh yeah, it's like, filthy. You know, I was coming in highly recruited, right? Man, I get out there, bro, and they wasn't feeling me. <laughs> <laughs> they wasn't feeling me, bro. Like right. the, uh, the coach, he was high up on me before I got there. Yeah. But but what happened was, I'm gonna tell you what happened. Mm-hmm. So what happened was, so you know the game that I have, right? <clears throat> the game that I have, the shooting, all that. Right. When I was at South Mountain that year. I took a role, right? Because we had guys that can play that, right? And they were a little taller, a little bit more athletic, and they right. could finish, right? So I took the straight point guard role because I knew how to play point guard, right? I, you know, and I was you know playing defense, assisting, coming off, shooting my three when I'm open, right? But I wasn't doing too much, right? That was my role, right? Right. So Washburn knew that guy, but I was like, man, wherever I go next, man, I'm shooting every shot, <laughs> and if I go to go D two, I'm shooting everything, right? So. So they wasn't gonna get that guy. They was recruiting that point guard. Right. But I told myself, and and I and I I promised myself wherever I go next, especially if I gotta go D two, I'm putting them up. Right. Because I didn't get to really put them up at South Mountain. Mm-hmm. I'm putting them up. Right. So when I got there, bro, I'm like like so like the first month and a half at the NCAA level, like uh, the coaches can't be in the gym. Right. So it's gonna be ran by like the captains and whatnot. Right. Man, I'm in there killing them boys, bro. Like step backs, everything, just floaters, the whole nine. Just, I'm killing, right. not not missing, right? Right, bro. The players start feeling some kind of way because they were under the impression they were getting just a true point guard, right? But they they got Kobe in there that was shooting everything and, and making everything though. Mm-hmm. So they were like, "Wait a minute, nah." So so what ended up happening was um, for years, bro. Like that that situation bothered me because um, so what ended up happening there. So we played um, UNLV our first game in Vegas. Right. And coach was like, all right, DeJuan, we're going to bring you off the bench. Right. But we're going to play the whole game. Right. I'm, I was like, uh, whatever. You know, you know, I don't talk back to my coaches. That's, you know, it's never. I, even if I feel some kind of way, I never talk back. Yeah, I just play through it. You got to respect. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I respect my elders. Yeah. So I get, we get out to uh, Vegas. We, we're beating them the whole game. And we end up losing it uh, by, I think it was like three. And um, I took the last shot at the end. And I missed it. So, you know, I was a three-point shooter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that game I shot like one for seven, right? And he was like, oh, you know, in his head, like, oh, this guy making all these shots in practice, but, you know, he ain't really hitting in the game. In the game. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know. You know, That was my first big game. Yeah. Now, you know, I played, you know, growing up against, you know, a bunch of league guys here right. and all that, but it's different. It's different. In an actual game, big lights, big arena. That was my yeah. first time right, playing right. in that environment. Yeah. You know, with absolutely. cameras, TV game. Yeah. You know, I wasn't saying I was, ner- I was nervous, but, I mean, you know, man. Right. It, 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 like, when you play. The bright lights is different. Yeah, yeah. You know, they had the, the breakaway hoops, you know, the ones, you know. Where there's no back, there's no background, bro. Oh, like the shit. breakaways, you know, when you, you know, the push in ones, you yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, bro, it's like you're on an island when you're shooting on those things. Right. I don't right. know if you, have you ever shot on one of those things. No, no. On, one, of, one of them hoops. Mm. And so they're not like, you know, like like the regular hoops that drop down. Yeah, yeah. They're the pull in ones, bro. So they'll pull them in that parking lot and, and, and it's like just open. So oh, it gosh. looks like it's hard to shoot on those, yeah, bro. Really, yeah, you got to yeah. practice on those. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? It's almost so, like double rim. Yeah. Well, so yeah. So so I ended up I ended up um, shooting bad. We played against Oklahoma the next game. Oklahoma Sooners. Um, I shot bad that game. I think it was like two for like six. Right. Right. I didn't start. Yeah. And literally, bro, 
we played our first D2 opponent that next game. He put me in. I played the whole game in both of those games. Right. Um, but this D2 game, which was the third game, the first D2 opponent we played, bro, he put me in maybe mm, maybe for like two minutes the whole game. Ooh. And I'm like, ooh, what's he on? Right. Bro, I didn't. <clears throat> you was probably I, not cooking in practice? I didn't, I didn't play again. I didn't play another minute. Oh, snap. Yeah. That, that he, was he personal. Benched, he benched me from there on out. He wouldn't be like, you know, like, you know, any coach that's coaching you. Right. You know, like, coach, coach me. Like, if I'm doing something wrong, yeah. like, let me know. come and Straight tell up, me. Yeah. Hey, hey, Dewan, you know, you're I don't like much. the coaches, man. Yeah. Yeah, let me, let me, let me say something real quick. Uh, so... Uh, there's a lot of coaches out there, bro. They 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 don't t- they don't recruit, you know, um, based on talent. You know what I'm saying? A lot, mm-hmm. a lot. There's a lot of coaches out there. They recruit based off of you know feelings and you know like yeah. You know they don't. I don't know, man. It's different, bro. I have, I got cut in the tenth grade. You know, okay. at Ken Lake High School. Okay. And uh, you know, I was I was killing everybody. I'm not gonna lie. During the tryout, I was killing. I swear to God. And the coach cut me, and he said, uh. You know, well, the security guard at the school, right. was, you know, he was a fan of me, you know, just coming to watch me play and stuff. And uh, so when he found out I got cut, he came to my class, my fourth period class, and he was like, uh, what's going on? You got cut? I said, yeah. He said, what's the reason? I said, oh, the coach said, I bad, you know, bad attitude. Mm. And so I'm like, you know, so I went to, uh, go, uh, to go and talk to the coach. And, you know, it was like he didn't want to explain himself. He didn't want to talk to me and tell me what I did wrong. Right. And right. that same year, my cousin, uh, uh, Flip, shout out Flip, my cousin, uh, he was actually in school with me, and right. and he made the team with a broken leg. What? <laughs> yeah. A broken leg? Yeah, he had, he, he had tore his ACL. He had a surgery. He was on crutches, and he didn't even try out, but he made the team, and I got cut. So, you know, so you know that just goes to show you that there's yeah. coaches out there that don't recruit based on no. talent, right? And it's you know it's, it's favoritism. There's it's a favoritism. lot of favoritism out there. Yeah. So so at that school though, like so what ended up happening was so he so he benched me, bro, till to break, and I was like, nah, I gotta get out of here. Right. So you know, boom, I, I transferred out of there. Uh, but he wouldn't tell me nothing, bro. He wouldn't like tell me like, what I'm messing up on or what nothing. He was silent. Right. Like and, and mind you, I was going back to practice. Act like nothing happened. Every practice, right. practice hard, go hard, and he wouldn't say nothing to me. It was like he he was like in love with me, bro. Like when he was recruiting me and all this, he was yeah. and it something sneaky, something happened. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Well, yeah. I really know what happened. Oh, you know, obviously yeah, I, I ended up getting edged out. You know, his son was on the team and yeah. he was our starting center. He had a couple friends, you know, what I'm saying that was on the squad and they wasn't really feeling me. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just because of the type of game I had. And I'm sure I got X'd out along the lines of, oh, yeah. you know, you know, it, it, it was an inside deal. Right. And so, um, yeah, bro, I ended up transferring um, to a school in Oklahoma. And I ended up finishing there at USAO. Oklahoma had a good time there, bro. Right. I had a real good time at USAO, man. Shout That's out dope. to USAO, That's man. Dope. That's dope, man. <clears throat> That's what's up, man. You know what I'm saying? Let's let's jump right into your current career. So you know, now. I know, I know you're an actor now. Yep, yep. You know so saying? How was that like? How, how did you go? How'd you go from basketball to acting? Like, you know what I'm saying? What what, what, <laughs> yeah. what created that? Like, yeah. what sparked that up? Yeah. So, so um, I'll tell you like this. So, you know, I believe in God, bro. So, I believe he put me in situations um, that led me to that. You know right. what I'm saying? Once I put it all together, you feel me? Right. So, I'll say back in 2008 when I was playing basketball, when I was in, in yeah, NC, yeah, yeah. I was in the Judge Judy show. Super random. I went on there with my cousin, one of my play cousins, uh, ended up suing her best friend. We all was going to school in Arizona. Right. They're from here. Right. But they were going to Glendale Community College in AZ. Right. She ended up suing her friend um, for, for some stuff that happened. And uh, she was like, 
oh, you want to get on the Judge Judy show with us? Like, I just, you know, I guess she sent her case. It was like a small claims court. Right. So it was like under like 4,500. And she was like, you know, uh, I get to bring two people. I'm going to take you and my mom since she was there on the scene with me. And my mom, I'm going to take you guys, whatever. Long, so long story short, we go on the Judge Judy show. Boom, whatever. We leave. I go back to school. I'm playing basketball. I'm not really worried about that. Right. So, <laughs> bro, I ended up, so two years later, so mind you, that was I feel like that was one sign from God, but I wasn't paying attention. I was playing basketball. Right. Two years later, 2010, at South Mountain, I uh, ended up taking a film class. And uh, I didn't think nothing of it. I just needed an elective, easy class, you know, elective, yeah. boom. That's then, a requirement, I think, in college. The film class? Yeah. Not I, a I film, took it, but drama or film. Yeah, I took it as an elective, right? Mm -hmm. So then the next year at Washburn, I majored in mass communication. Media, which is media communication. Okay. I learned about like off Broadway, on Broadway, and stuff like that. But I'm not thinking nothing of acting. Right. Long story short, 2013, after school in Oklahoma, I I leave. I, at the time, I was um trying to get custody of my son. Right. Right. So I was going through a bunch of court stuff, or whatever. Um, and I, this is my senior year in Oklahoma, right? Right. So I ended up leaving after that senior year, and a couple months down the line, I ended up going overseas to Germany to go play in Bonn, Germany. Right. Okay. So I yeah, was in. I remember that. Yep, I was in Bond, Germany for a few months. Uh, my homie TJ Campbell put me on with that move. Shout out TJ Campbell. That's what I was telling shout my out, guy. He put me on with that. But um, I was out there, and I ended up coming back home to Seattle. I, they, they let me go, so I came back home to Seattle, and um, maybe like two months after I got back, I, I ended up getting custody of my son. Right. So I go out to AZ Arizona, pick my son up, come back to Seattle. Right. I'm at mom's house. I'm chilling. Right. I don't know what I'm about to do, but I know I can't go overseas with this one year old. Exactly. <laughs> So I'm, I'm like, I got no other skills. Mm -hmm. I ain't never done nothing else besides play ball. I'm not trying to get a nine to five and sit at nobody's desk. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, man, what am I going to do? So long story short, my homie Mike hit me up. Mike that was in Arizona with me right. initially in yeah. 2008. Yeah. Remember him? Yeah. So he hit me up and was like, hey, bro, you know, he got this security company that he, that he you know, that it's his company. And he wanted to uh, get some security guards for, I guess, one of his, you know, uh, upcoming uh, contracts that he had. So right. he's like, do want to reach out to some uh, some cats that you know in the city, right. you know, see, you know, if they want to work. Long story short, I ended up going down and working with him. We right. was working. Um, I got down there. The first day I got down to work, I didn't know what we was going to be on. I, like, I didn't know what we was going to be doing. Right. Security for something. I don't know if it was a building, right. whatever. Mm -hmm. So we get down there. And we're on the set of this TV show called The Man in the High Castle. It's an Amazon original. Right, right. It's um, it's about like if the Germans won World War World War Two instead of uh, the U.S. or whatever, whatnot, okay. right? So it's that it's that kind of show. It's a big show though. And so we're working security guards on this show. We're not on the show, but around the show. Right. So when I got down there, bro, I'm like, I'm looking around. I'm like, I mean, this is dope, bro. This is like a multi million dollar set. This is big time. Absolutely. So I'm like. After about two days, bro, I'm looking. I'm going places I ain't supposed to be going. I got security on my shirt. So if they say something to me, I'm like, I'm security, man. You know, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? I'm security, right? Yeah. So I get I get down there, man, and I'm looking around, and I'm like, and mind you, I was kind of trying to figure out what I was going to do next with my life anyways. Right. So, I'm, you know, I had I had that thought every day. You know, I got right. this little one-year-old, you know what I'm saying? I'm chilling. Like, I'm taking care of him. I'm like, I got to figure something out. Right. Bro, after two days, I said, this is what I want to do. I want to be an actor. Ooh, okay. Just like that. Right. So I start asking questions, bro. You know, I'm hands on. Hey, uh, you know, I'm seeing, you, you know, this? people with the clipboards, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I'm like, hey, um, they got headsets on. I'm like, hey, you know, like, how do you become an actor? You know, they're kind of spinning me off like, uh, you might want to move to LA, you know what I'm saying? Or, or, or New York or somewhere, whatever. I'm like, okay. I asked somebody else. They say the same thing. 
So I'm like, dang, nobody ain't really giving me no no insight or nothing, right? Right. So I'm like, okay, that's cool. I know what I'm gonna do. So I'm I said I'm gonna I'm type in on Google. I'm gonna type in acting classes in Seattle. Right. Boom. Typed in some acting classes in Seattle. Man, I took a couple classes, and um, I was like, okay, I ended up doing this short film, um, down in UW called right. uh, Dead Woman Walking. Maybe like three months after this. Right. And um, from that point forward, I I said, you know, I gotta get to LA. I got into LA, bro. So and that's where a lot of <clears throat> people go. If you yeah, yeah. So my my one of my best friends was out there already modeling. Uh, Mark, you right, know Mark. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Mark was out there doing his modeling thing, and so I'm like, man, I need to get to LA, bro. So I ended up getting to LA, getting up with him, and uh, bro, I ended up getting me a little job. I was bartending, and I, I just had to figure it out, bro. I went to a couple of agencies and kind of was like, you know, I, I need to get in the mix. Right. Went to a couple of agencies. They was like, oh, you know, take a couple of years, build your resume, come back and see us. I'm like, dang. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. how does the actor get work in L.A. You know, without an agent? Absolutely. So you know, I, I ended up figuring, I ended up figuring it out, man. And um, you know, like you know, it was it was a blessing, bro. I just you know, I kind of ran into the right people, mm-hmm. and uh, bam, just it jumped in. And man, I was on my first reality show, uh, called The Twins Happily Ever After. It was on uh, Freeform. Okay. It was the twins, uh, the two blonde twins from uh, from uh, The Bachelor TV show. Yeah. And so um, I, I was on there as a basketball player in one of their episodes, man, and. Then I, uh, after that, I did some stuff on Love and Hip Hop and a couple other shows, man. Yeah, I've seen those. <laughs> yep, yep, a couple. Yep, and um, after that, bro, I just kind of I've been I've been going ever since, right. and uh, you know, I just take it in one, one step at a time, and then I end up getting an agent, uh, like two years ago. Okay. And um, then you know that that made things a little easier because I was independent the first you know couple years or whatnot. Right, right. And um, I just been grinding, man. So now with that, with that, um. Now I'm more so focused on like you know TV series and uh, you know feature films and stuff like that, right? right roles right. And, and that kind of stuff. But um, it's been great, man. It's been great. Yeah, that transition is dope, bro. Yeah, you know I'm, I'm glad that you know what I'm saying you were like this thing. If this one thing doesn't work out, I'm gonna move on to the next yeah. one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I had to. I, mean, yeah. I had to. It's, I had this little guy. With there's me. a lot of people out there. You know what I'm saying? And they spend a lot of time chasing one thing, and you know. Doesn't you know? Doesn't turn out to the way they that they thought it would, and and right. so they kind of like take it hard on themselves, and right. you know, and so you know, I just want to say like, there's a you could do anything you want to do. If one thing doesn't work out, just keep going, keep, keep going. going. You know, keep what going. Saying? And that Never was quit. You only was, yeah, you only lose when you quit. Right. That was that was my mentality. It was like I'm gonna keep going. Right. I, I want to do something. I'm gonna do it. Right. And like as soon as I got an actress, I was like, I'm, I'm doing. It. I don't care if it take ten years. Exactly. I'm out here. Like they're gonna have to shut me down. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So you know, I, like I'm kicking the door down, bro. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I'm kicking the door down. I want to ask you, brother, man. Like, what's 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 like? You know, like I, I know you you played so many colleges. You know what I'm saying? You play so many different sports. Like, what what is like what is a good worth uh, work ethic to have? You know what I'm saying? If 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 you want to play college basketball, I would say a good work ethic is is really just man. Being persistent, you know, being focused, um, like, like those are the two things. Like, per- being persistent, being focused is what like got me to where I needed to get to, right? Right. So it's like, you know, when you go into situations, it's like if you're focusing on something and you're persistent at something, you're gonna get the results eventually. Right. But if you're if you're say if you, you want to be a ball player, you go up in the gym and you're like, okay, you know, you everything's on YouTube now. You go on YouTube, yeah. you, you know, play no, no ball. You look at, you know, YouTube, you can see all these drills. And you're like, okay, you got a ball, you got a consistent gym that you can work out on, or even a park. Right. If you're not focused and persistent at going and doing them drills, right. And, and just putting the ball in the hoop and playing basketball and just, or playing football or whatever you're doing, soccer or whatever, right. like you're eventually going to fall off because there's kids out there that's playing every day. Right. 
every day, bro. They're training every day. They're doing drills. They're playing pickup games. They're doing that stuff every day. So a work ethic, man, that that I that I definitely can relate to and what I push is just being persistent, bro, and, and having a lot of focus. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. Like a lot of focus, bro. Like those those two things, you can't go wrong with What was your things. diet like in college? Because uh, I know that's important. So the diet wasn't my, my diet was terrible in college. Now you know I'm more you know on, on some healthy stuff, but the like you know was me and me and Mark was talking about this the other day. I was like, uh, we was like, bro, we would be tired as heck in them games because my our diets was so whack, bro. I'm, I'm eating, we're eating Popeyes every day. I'm drinking sodas, you know. I'm I'm drinking liquor and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? My friends, you know, going out and partying, you know, yeah. college parties and so all that kind of stuff, you know, whatnot, mm-hmm. and. That was tearing my body up, bro. I wasn't able to. I was tired. I wasn't right. drinking no water. I wasn't eating no fruit. Right. But I don't even. I can't even remember eating no fruit or no vegetables. Barely any water. It was. Man. It was Powerade. So I was tired. So right. you know, like in, in college, man, or just in general as an athlete, I recommend, man, like you definitely water. You know, some sort of fruits. You know, whatever your favorite fruits is, man, like your fruits and that water, you know what I'm saying? And stay away from that sugar, man. That stuff's bad. Yeah, like the sea absolutely. moss is amazing, man. Yeah. Sea yeah. moss is incredible. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I've been using the sea moss and it's incredible. How's man. it how's it change your body your, your body or your I, I, I would say, man, um, man, I use it as like a pre workout <laughs> too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Because it gives you so much energy. It does. You know what I'm saying? It clears you out, you know what I'm saying? It clears your system out, man. And I mean, like, man, like if you're having thyroid issues or or anything with that stuff, man, it's amazing, man. Oh, like yeah. man, it's going ultimately with I the I lost hella weight myself. Yeah. I went I went because uh when the first lockdown came was in February, uh around like right before the summer, I put on like thirty pounds. Right. Just eating and sitting on, you know, not doing nothing. Right. And I went to the doctor, so I got my blood sugar levels checked and everything. And they told me you're still healthy, but you know what I'm saying? If you keep going down this path, you know, it's not going to look good. So right. that's when I start taking herbs and, you know, cut down on sugar. Right. And just kind of like, you know, uh, stop eating after a certain time. Right. And so I dropped yeah. like 30 pounds. Yeah. See, yeah. that sea moss, ultimately, the sea moss is just what it's doing is um, your immune system. Right. Your, immune system, your immune system, it's just building your immune system to the highest level, ultimately. You know, if you're eating correctly and yeah. taking the sea moss, right. it's just boosting the immune system to the, to the highest level to the point where, you, you know, if any sickness comes in your body, it's, it's going to get fight destroyed. It off. It's exactly. going to get destroyed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the, the, the whole point is build immunity. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Build yourself up to where, you know, nothing can stop your body but God. Right. right. I mean? Facts. Facts. Uh, what is like one advice you have, you know, um, for a young brother that wants to achieve success through sports? I, I would say, I mean, take advantage of what you can look at online. Mm-hmm. You know, seeing YouTube stuff. You see, go look at your favorite player. If you're a basketball player, I this is what and this is what I used growing up. When I played football, I played football. Football was my favorite sport growing up. So, so. When I played football, I found who like my favorite running back or quarterback was. At the right. time, it was Eddie George. And I watched everything about him. I wanted to know everything about him. Because right. he was you know, a Heisman Trophy winner, and he played in the Super Bowl in the NFL. Right. So what did he do as a kid? I want to know about his upbringing. Right. What did he go through? What was he doing? Where right. was he playing at? Go find your favorite players. Right. Whatever it is, study whatever them. sport it is, yeah. and study them. Right. Study them. Go take advantage. Of, like everything is online, and it's, it's it's good and it's bad. But it's good in the sense of you can go and watch all this stuff, and then you can go 
and 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 do it out on the on the court or on the field or right. go work on that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like, just my advice, you know, to the younger generation is just you know really stay persistent at whatever you're trying to do. Stay focused at whatever you're trying to do, and even if things are going wrong, keep going. Keep do going. not give up. That's giving up, giving up is where you lose. Right. As long as you stay in it. One thing I learned. This is what I learned in life: sports, life, whatever. One thing I learned is when I keep pushing, no matter if it looks bad or whatever, eventually I'm going to get the result that I want. That you want. I've always gotten the result I wanted. Right. I don't care if it took seven, eight years. Exactly. I always got the result I wanted. But when I played basketball, I left here, went out to Arizona. I got the result that I wanted. Why? I got cut from this school. I got cut from this school. I kept going. Right. I eventually got what I wanted. Exactly. A full ride scholarship up out of there to a university. Right. And to another, I got what I wanted. Right. I, I came here. You know, I came back from Germany. Boom, with the acting stuff. I shot out to I shot out to LA. I kept running to little, you know, little errors and trials and all types of little situations there. Right. Kept going. Boom. Landed in my first show. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't do nothing special. Right. You just kept I, going. I was just working. Right. I was Perseverance. just, oh, I'm going to do this. Okay. This is how you do it. Okay. Oh, I messed up. Okay. Well, I messed up doing it this way. Let me try it this way. I messed right. up doing it that way. Let me try it this way. Right. I'm going to keep trying it until it works. Something works. Exactly. That's exactly. all. That's, 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 so, that's, so that's my advice, man. So, just so keep the whole, yeah. going. Just keep going. Yeah. Whatever you're doing. Like, keep like Dwan said, keep going because, you know, if one door closes, it's going to be another one. You know what I'm saying? And yes. There's always a way out. There's always a way out. As long as you're alive and your heart's beating, there's always a way out. Whether Facts. you're a felon, whether you're, you know, a whatever. young guy, whether you're old, whether whatever, how old you are, there's always a way out. You know what I'm saying? For sure. And um, I appreciate all you guys that's tuning in right now, watching this. And uh, you know, my brother, man, it was good friend of mine. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you yeah. coming out. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate and, you and, and giving all this information to the young brothers out there watching. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. See you guys next time. Appreciate you, my brother, man. Yes, sir.